0: Hey, welcome to Guerrilla Discipleship and uh, man, I'm excited that you've joined us. Uh, We're relatively new, but I'm glad you're with us. Uh, my name's Kevin Baker, the host of Guerrilla Discipleship. And some of you, if you're just joining us, what the heck is Guerrilla Discipleship? Well, the church, especially the church in the West, has been uh, operating more like a salt shaker than uh, the salt. You know, Jesus invited us to be salt and light. He didn't say join together and be a salt shaker and try and maneuver with power. Guerrilla discipleship is aimed to get every single person who's a follower of Jesus out into the world as God's agent for change in our culture, change in the world, transformation of lives, and hope. And uh, that's not just for those who are uh, professional Christians, right? That's for all of us. It's not just for some who feel called to missions. And so guerrilla discipleship, our aim is, is to empower you, to in, in to train you, to engage you, to inspire you, to see that God's going to use you, wants to use you in the world. Uh, I would love it if you would uh, subscribe to this. We're going to continue to uh, put uh, more and more information out weekly. We want this to be, and, and pass it along to your friends if you're enjoying it. Uh, let us know what we can do to do uh, this better. This is, I would just be honest with you, it's a, kind of a new format for me. Uh, so, Hey, help me improve. I I had some folks after my first week uh, uh, call me up and say, we really enjoyed it, but here's what we would do better. I enjoy that feedback and I'm looking forward to uh, all that, what God has for us. So guerrilla discipleship, we want to see God change the world. And we want to see, because we believe that the church, and I don't mean buildings, I don't mean institutions, I don't mean denominations. The church is the hope of the world. And uh, while we have so many folks here in the West that, that say they're, they're Christians, we're not seeing the power of God in ways that I believe we can. And so that's our goal. That's our, our, uh, our desire. So thanks for tuning in. Now, today what I want to tackle with you is why do you need to change? I mean, if we're talking about, um, you know, discipleship, guerrilla discipleship, If everything is working, we don't need a new plan. We don't, and so the question is, is everything working? Do you think the church of Jesus, the the church that, that loves Jesus as Lord and Savior, the people who become that body, are we operating the way God intended? Are we experiencing the peace and the joy, the abundance of life, and are we making the difference? I mean, when you look at the at the book of Acts, when you look through all that God did, I mean, there were just life changes, culture impacts, hope was coming, healings were taking place. I, I, you know, maybe you don't believe that's uh, going to happen today, but we do believe that. Uh, I do believe that. And so I want to see the church unleashed in that regard. And uh, so guerrilla discipleship, again, is meant to unleash each individual. So I want to tackle today that idea of wh- why something new. And of course, really, it's not something new, it's something old. We are returning back to what God has <clears throat> and uh, and got what, what God has said to us originally. I've got my uh, phone out here where I, I don't know about you, but I do most of my reading, my scripture reading uh, anymore on tablets uh, and on my phone. Remember this, uh, the greatest commandment Jesus said in the whole Bible was summed up in love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So that's the greatest commandment. But then at the end of Jesus's earthly life, he gave us what we call the Great Commission. Let me just remind you of what it says. This is Matthew 28, and uh, and this is what, uh, starting with verse 16, this is what the Great Commission says. It says, then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now I'm going to ask you a hard question, but no one's around to hear your answer. Uh, I want you to be honest with yourself. This says that we are to go and make disciples of all nations. First of all, ask yourself, how long have you been a disciple? Maybe for some of you, it's uh, one year, one month, but maybe for some of you, it's a lifetime. So then let me ask you this question. How many disciples have you made? There's where it gets tough, isn't it? If this is the main commandment that Jesus gave to us, to make disciples of all nations. And I know from my own experience as a pastor, asking people in the church, how are you doing at making disciples? They think that's the church's responsibility. When I say, well, wait a minute, who's the church? They think, well, I don't mean, you know, I don't mean the institution, but that is what they mean, right? They mean somehow the church that's in this building or that's in a particular place at any particular time. Really, if you push hard enough, what many disciples of Jesus think is that that's up to the professionals, pastors, and missionaries, that the average church person is still trying to be made into a disciple. That's not what the that's not what the text says. What Jesus said in the Great Commission is that every single one of us anyone who is a follower of his, anyone who is growing and desires to grow in following Jesus is to be a disciple maker, to pass on what God's given us. That's what he says, teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. Now, so I want to pause on that for a second and say, no wonder the church in the West, many of our churches are struggling to maintain. We're either in decline or plateauing. There are some churches in the West that are doing amazing multiplication, amazing growth is happening. I I wouldn't dismiss that, but the average church, the average uh, experience is not that in the West. We're losing ground in our culture. Well, how could we not lose ground if no one's making disciples except a very small percentage of the church? Imagine here we are in the middle of this pandemic and praying and hoping that the vaccines and and the herd immunity will come so that we can begin to to reacquaint ourselves with what it means to live out of social isolation with each other. Imagine if only a few people were able able to ever infect anyone else. Like, you know, somehow just the professional people, whatever that means, you know, the the there's just this one group of people. They're the only ones that can really infect anyone else. We wouldn't have a pandemic. You see, we want the gospel to spread virally. That means everyone who gets infected with it can spread it to someone else. That's what Jesus wants for his church. Everyone who gets infected with the good news, Everyone who becomes a follower of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus, has something to pass on to someone else in your family, your friends, your co-workers, your neighbors. But because we have stopped doing that, there is no viral spread. There's no epidemic of joy. There's no pandemic of hope that's coming across our world because, well, we've stopped the viral spread of of what it means to be in love with God, blessed by him and a follower of Jesus, his son. Now, again, here's the thing. Guerrilla discipleship is not an, a new concept. It's a new phrase, maybe one that, that uh, makes you uncomfortable. We we obviously, I, it's a phrase that I believe God gave me just uh praying through this that it, it's meant to link two things together that are, are uh, I think the power of it is that guerrilla warfare that idea of not big institutional warfare but but individuals who are passionate about a cause going out and making a difference and discipleship which is what spreading the hope and love of Jesus through all the whole world and here's the key spreading not just the hope and love of Jesus but teaching others how to to obey him. That's the other thing in the West that we we seem to have missed, is one of the reasons why discipleship has not gone viral is that we just have information being passed, not obedience. Jesus didn't say, teach them to know everything about me. How did we get to that place? Well, Jesus said, teach them to obey. I can say to my my two-year-old granddaughter, hey, Belen, I want you to start tying your shoes. And I can explain Tying her shoes to her. You know, hey, I want you to be able to tie your shoes. What am I going to need to do? Not just give her information. I'm going to have to pass on how to do it. I'm going to have to get with her and maybe let her watch me do it. And then maybe have her try. And when I see where she's not getting it right, then I say, oh, well, in here, do it this way. That's what discipleship is. It's not teaching people what they should know. It's teaching people how they can live and so we if we can begin using something as simple as this to begin to help you to figure out where is it that god's calling you what what is and you don't need a new community you already have a missional community right there where you are you already have people in your experience that and maybe in your family co-workers neighbors who who don't yet know what it means to follow jesus you don't need to look any further those are the people that God's going to use, they're part of your uh, people group, that God's going to use you to teach them how to obey Jesus. So that's the reason for this, that our whole purpose in launching this is to say we need to get back to what God originally said to us. So I am so glad that you're with us. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in with us today. And so here's my goal. What would it be like if in a few months, Instead of maybe 1% of the people who are watching this and listening, going, yeah, I've never really made a disciple. What if 50% said, you know what? God's now using me to teach some others how to follow Jesus. And then what if after a couple of years, 100%? And what if those numbers went from two people to 100 people to 1,000 people? Can you imagine the hope that our world would experience? We can do this together. There's nothing stopping us. I hope you'll continue to subscribe. I hope you'll continue to be here. We're going to walk through this together. And as I learn more about how to do these kinds of uh, podcasts and and, uh, experiences, we'll know better how to communicate with each other. There's going to be some upcoming interviews that I'm going to have more than than what we've just experienced with Dave Buring. I've got some fun times with some friends and some folks who are uh, just like you and me who are struggling to figure out how to live with Jesus. So thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for being here again. I want to encourage you to subscribe. Pass this on to someone else. Let's see what God might do as we uh, journey in making disciples together. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.